the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? With attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 107 of Say What, where we talk about our threats to the children, to the public school system, including the most recent dismissal of parental rights by California legislatures. That's right, George. You know, we're talking about Assembly Bill 1314, which would simply require public schools to notify parents uh, when school officials uh, find children in the public schools who are seen identifying with a sex that's opposite from their biological gender. Now, you would think that this is something that parents would want to know about, but our California legislature is doing everything they can to backpedal this piece of legislation. And we should probably offer some background before we really get into the meat of what this bill would propose. Definitely. You know, California for over 20 years has now been on a war path to produce uh, the ugliest legislation possible um, against uh, children's health and parental rights. At POK, we have a uh, a short slide that we always use in our conferences about the history of th- this legislation going back to 1999 with Governor Davis Uh, that permitted teachers to openly display their LGBTQ status in the classrooms, Uh, the beloved governor who changed the definition of gender to be one's own perceived identity, the infamous bathroom bill uh, in 2013, which is crazy. That was 10 years ago, Mark. And so here we have things like the infamous bathroom bill. But today, fast forward 20 plus years later, we have SB 760, which was authored by Uh, Senator Josh Newman, that like your local Starbucks would require California public schools to gender neuter their bathrooms for students by 2025. And what does this mean? That meant that means that really you have to unlock all current, you know, restroom facilities, uh, regardless of their pre-existing gender segregated nature. And schools must hang signs identifying their gender neutral bathrooms and get this, on top of that, stock them with free menstrual product. It's unbelievable. I mean, we did have the Menstrual Equity Act that was signed by Governor Newsom a while back that required that menstrual products be put in boys' bathrooms. But now it's going to be spread to all these gender-neutral bathrooms. And, George, unlike Starbucks that have single-stall bathrooms, so even though they're gender-neutral, when you walk in one, you can be assured that when you walk in, you can close the door behind you. And there's not going to be anybody else in the restroom if the door is locked. But most schools have 
multi-stall bathrooms. In fact, virtually all of them are. And this bill is completely silent on what happens to those bathrooms. I'm assuming that by the language of this bill that they are going to be gender neutral. So you got a young girl can walk into a bathroom and there's a bunch of boys in there. This is just a disaster waiting to happen. I mean, think yeah. about young girls in there, teenage girls. They have no privacy, guarantee of privacy whatsoever. And every time they need to go to the restroom, they have to think, what am I going to be facing when I walk in that bathroom door? Yeah, that's a that's a big say what moment. Uh, then there's uh, AB 665, uh, co-authored by Scott Weiner, One of our favorite legislatures out of San Francisco. And this would allow children as young as 12 years old to consent to being placed into state-funded group homes without parental permission or knowledge. Uh, it's unbelievable, this bill. Now, it's it's not been passed yet, obviously, but um, if they're true to form, um, this probably will get, get passed. Mental health professionals, George, could place children in residential facilities upon a minor's request, even if the children are not experiencing any abuse or neglect whatsoever at their homes. So a child identifies all of a sudden with the opposite sex and they come out on the school campus and a mental health counselor or a school official finds out about it. And of course, you know what happens. They start encouraging that child to identify with their new gender. And then all of a sudden they get in a discussion and the child may say, well, you know, my parents are really not going along with this. Now school officials can demand if this bill is passed, that these children be removed from their parents' home for a group home setting run ostensibly by state officials with other kids who are also undergoing gender dysphoria, and they're all promoting each other. This is the most unhealthy environment and violation of parental rights that I've seen in a long time, George. It's it's crazy. Yeah, and the bill's promoters are saying and justifying this bill by saying that for LGBTQ youth, the rejection from parents, harassment in school, and the overall LGBTQ negativity present present in society can lead to depression, anxiety, drug and alcohol use, and other negative outcomes. And they continue on with the same sob story of false statistics that we've disproved over and over and over here on our episodes. We have. We've covered these in prior programs. And, uh, you know, again, this is an example of, oh, according to California legislatures, those evil parents, George. Exactly. We know better how to raise your children than you do. Uh, Aaron Friday, who's a California mom and attorney of two teens, uh, recently wrote for the Daily Signal. She, She says, quote, this bill gives a stranger... A school psychologist's power to decide whether a sixth or seventh grader comes home from school that day, and that's terrifying. We would agree with that. Most definitely. And 665 builds upon a, uh, a 2010 measure that was known as the Mental Health Services at for uh, Youth at Risk Act which allowed California children 12 or older to receive mental health uh, care without their parents' knowledge. Now, that's been the law for a while, but this would extend that. And the Mental Health Services Act did not have the effect its boosters wanted at the time, which was to reduce depression in children and uh, suicidal ideation. George, the opposite has happened since yes. 2010. 
the more they pass these kinds of laws, the more uh, kids at suicide risk we see. Uh, and the stats don't lie. Yes, and but the mental health services for at youth risks, um, you know, hasn't had the effect like you mentioned. In fact, the CDC has been tracking the the suicide rates. They have, and they've all been going up at an alarming rate. They really have. Um, so again, this is an outrageous slap in the face to parental rights. And who else do you think is going in t- to be in these group homes? You know, aggressive LGBT activists. Uh, indoctrinating your children. And we've seen the stats that when kids are left alone who are experiencing gender dysphoria, over 70% of the time, they become content with their biological gender. What do you think is going to happen if they're in a home setting like this? Uh, they will not, they, they will become encouraged to yeah. go, go the whole, the whole distance. Uh, Pamela Garfield Yeager, a licensed clinical social worker, said in her testimony opposing the bill, In the dystopian nightmare we are in, if a parent doesn't use their child's chosen pronoun or name, they're labeled dangerous. That could be a context for removing a child from the home. And yet, George, we keep electing these people into office year after year after year that are destroying parent rights. And the episode's not over yet. We have more laws to talk about that are on the docket. Why don't you talk about AB 957? And this is, again, Scott Wiener as a co-author. This bill would tell California family judges to suspend their own independent judgment in custody disputes and instead strongly consider that affirming the minor's gender identity is in the best interest of the child. Yeah, but the bill sponsor, the bill's principal co-author, of course, again, is Senator Scott Weiner out of San Francisco. He seems to have his name on all these infamous bills. And this gives, would give California courts jurisdiction over, or, or excuse me, this is the same Scott Weiner who authored Senate Bill 107, who at the time, this past last year, uh, gave California courts jurisdiction over any child brought to the state for gender transition medical services, even if that child was kidnapped out of the state of origin, like Texas or some other state. Once they're in California, if they want gender-affirming care, a judge could uh, uh, have jurisdiction over the custody of that child. Well, uh, related uh, to this are parental secrecy policies, which are the subject of a lawsuit. And we've covered this story before. Yes. This has to do with uh, Aurora Regino and the Chico Unified School District. Um, we have an update on this case, just to give you a little uh, a bit of background. Aurora uh, was notified that her daughter, uh, who is a very young daughter, who was all of a sudden identifying as a boy, and she told school officials that. And immediately school officials started indoctrinating her to, to go for it. And they specifically kept the parent in the dark, Aurora Regino. And when she found out about it, of course, she was extremely upset. Well, the school explained to her that we have these parental secrecy policies and so we are not allowed to tell you. Well, to her credit, you know, she's suing the school district now. And so that that case is in litigation. But in the meantime, uh, parents were in an uproar with uh, the Chico Unified Public School System, and they made their voices heard. And despite that, George, recently uh, the Chico Unified School District decided to keep 
their parental secrecy policy in place. Say what? Until the end of the litigation. So the message from this school board anyway is parents, we don't care what your rights are. We're going to pursue our activist agenda no matter what. And that brings us to really the main topic for today, Mark. Finally. Yeah. And that is AB 1314, which was introduced by Assembly members Bill uh, Asayili and James Gallagher. Um, If passed, AB 1314 would require that public school educators notify parents and guardians within three days from discovering that a pupil is identifying with a gender different from that pupil's biological sex. And in fact, Protect Our Kids wrote a letter on behalf of you know, just constituents here in California to the California State Education Committee in support of this law. Finally, something good. We did. I mean, we were working with uh, our partners uh, in trying to protect parental rights, uh, and we wrote a letter, and we're actually going to read some excerpts from that letter. And uh, uh, parents, you can decide whether you think uh, this letter makes sense. And so it starts this way, George. Dear committee members, And by the way, um, in order for bills to gain traction in the state legislature, it has to be passed through successive layers of committee. But if the committees don't allow the bill to be heard, Mm -hmm. it stalls there and it goes nowhere. So we're asking for a hearing on this bill. And here's what we said. Dear committee members, on behalf of Protect Our Kids, we are writing in support of AB 1314, Gender Identity Parent Notification Bill. This legislature offers common sense protections for both minors and their parents affected by the escalating rates of gender dysphoria and the harm it presents when parents are left in the dark. The trend among educators is to encourage children to make their own decisions on matters of sexuality without parental guidance or in violation of it. And this is producing terrible consequences. There's a reason society restrains children of a certain age from driving a car, drinking alcohol, or living on their own. Such behavior can have life-altering consequences not only for the child, but for many others as well. Developing into responsible adulthood is a decades-long process where parents play the primary role. Decisions involving sexuality are among life's most consequential. Withholding from parents a child's non-biological gender identity or worse, advising children to keep their parents in the dark is beyond reckless. And maybe you can read the next paragraph. And we go on to say that gender dysphoria has become a modern social contagion, well-documented among the young and impressionable, yet... Historically, childhood gender dysphoria has affected a tiny sliver of the population, roughly 0.01%, and even those were mainly boys, not what we see today, girls. Even today, in nearly 70% of cases, it involves, it resolves itself if left alone. But actually, the opposite is happening. Opposite is happening. As we state in our letter, American culture and California in particular have never been more tolerant or accepting of non-conventional sexual behaviors, including identifying with non-biological genders. In fact, laws going back 20 years have been passed in California to advance this new orthodoxy in our education code. Yet, George, despite these actions, our letter states, and arguably because of them, the rates of despondency and suicide among children have risen sharply and in locks. 
And, you know, the Wall Street Journal reported uh, recently that the CDC, which included 17,232 respondents in its 2021 data, said the report showed ongoing and extreme distress among teens who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or questioning their sexual identities or another non-heterosexual gender identity. More than half of these students reported recently experiencing poor mental health and 22% reported attempted suicide in the last year. Shocking statistics. Uh, We go on to state that similar results have been reported in Europe. A 30-year longitudinal study out of Sweden, one of the most transgender-affirming nations on earth, followed people who went through transgender surgery and found that after 10 years, they were 19 times more likely to die from suicide than the general population. And this is after accounting for differences in individual mental illness before the surgery. In fact, a research study in the Netherlands published in Lancet reported a substantially increased mortality risk among transgender people that has persisted for decades. Also noteworthy, the suicide rate among those ages 12 to 23 has become significantly higher in states that have a provision that allows minors to receive routine health care without parental consent than in states without such a provision. That's why we need more health clinics on school campuses. Would you think? (laughs) So while there are always exceptions, encouraging children to deny their biological gender does not result in their well-being, but the opposite. The loss of authentic identity, deepening depression, and all too frequently, suicide. Educators should not contribute to this grim truth. (laughs) Parents are the ultimate authority and their child's upbringing, not state actors. The Supreme Court has repeatedly recognized this wisdom. The belief that state educators are better judges of a child's best interest than her own parents is dangerous hubris and needs to be checked. AB 1314 is a welcoming respite from the damage done by previous legislation. It represents a meaningful step in protecting children and building trust between parents and the local school, and we at POK urge you to support AB 1314. And so this was the letter that we wrote to the California Education Committee um, that this bill must pass through before it has a chance to actually be voted on. But George, what actually happened with this bill? It was denied a hearing, Mark. That's a huge say what moment. They don't even want to hear about it on the set, on the floor of the committee. And how did they justify it? This is what they said. And this comes directly from the chair of the Assembly Education Committee. His name is Al Miritsuchi, a Democrat from Torrance. And he announced on April the 10th that he will not allow AB 1314 to even have a hearing. And he states, quote, not only because the bill is is proposing bad policy, but also because a hearing would potentially provide a forum for increasingly hateful rhetoric targeting LGBTQ youth. George, this is always the route that they go to justify it. You know, this is going to be harmful to kids who identify as a non-biological sex. But all of the data, as we have pointed out time and time again, says exactly the opposite, but they never seem to let facts get in their way. The definition of propaganda. 
Indeed it is. So we have a call to action today, and that is uh, we want to encourage you to contact the California Education Committee chair, this gentleman that we just spoke of, Al Miritz-Suchi, and request a hearing, demand that he give a hearing uh, for Assembly Bill 1314, that it actually be set on the calendar. And you can look him up on the California legislature website. Um, again, um, he's out of Torrance. Um, we'll give you his phone number right now. You can call him direct, directly. You can contact him at uh, area code 310-375-0691 or uh, area code 916-319-2066. And the message is very simple. We ask, we demand that you give AB 1314, finally a common sense bill, a fair hearing. Let this pass out of committee so that it can have a full debate in the California legislature. And there is a second call to action that we also have, which is to lobby your local school board to pass a resolution in support of AB 1314. That's right. Um, given the fact that this law may uh, not pass, Parents still have a right through their local school board to essentially accomplish the same thing. Uh, first of all, and they can do this in two ways. First of all, encourage your local school board to pass a resolution just in support of AB 1314. In this way, our California legislatures would get the message that it's not just parents, but school boards are also in favor of this. Exactly. And there's no law currently stating that school, uh, that school officials uh, cannot notify parents. So school boards can pass these kinds of resolutions themselves and demand that their uh, school officials in their local jurisdictions uh, have these rules, such that if they find out a child is identifying as an, uh, a gender that's not in accordance with their biological sex, they would have to fu- notify a parent of that fact within three days. George, this is just common sense policy. What parents wouldn't want to know what their children are doing, particularly these kinds of deep emotional decisions that can lead to depression and suicide, if not remedied. And, and I hope parents, uh, you're all waking up here because these laws are just getting more and more egregious. And yet here we have a good law that is not even being allowed a hearing on the Senate committee floor. So uh, please, please, please go ahead and do that. That's probably a a wrap for today, Mark. But there's uh, many other ways that parents, if this is your first time hearing to an episode uh, of Say What, please go on to POK's website at protectourkidsnow.org. You can sign up there for our uh, newsletter. We try not to bombard you with too much information every single month. Uh, you'll probably receive two emails from us per month um, giving you some of the, the latest scoop on what's happening in the public school system and how you can get involved. Uh, peruse through our website and you'll find that we have a lot of great brochures on the triple threat, which we call the gender ideology, along with critical race theory, as well as social emotional learning. There's a lot of helpful videos, short five to ten minute videos that you can share along with uh, how to start an alternative school, be it a private school. We have a video on how to homeschool uh, and so much more. Um, So we encourage you uh, to look through our website. And also, if you want to participate with with us 
um, on this mission of informing and educating uh, parents about what's happening in the public school system school system, but also protecting kids and helping them to get out of the system into the safety of private schools or homeschools, you can become part of our Guardian Angels yeah. program. Uh, it's a special donors program, um, and there is a special um, button on the on our front page, um, the donate button. Um, if you'd like to join us in, in this noble cause, uh, please uh, do so. But that's all the time we have for today, Mark. Uh, so hopefully uh, parents will come back uh, next week and listen to our next episode. Look forward to seeing you next time. You've been listening to Say What, the radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roscoe Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.com. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.